Welcome to the Optimal Bio Podcast. At Optimal Bio, we don't just balance your hormones, we balance your whole body. Our conversations range from nutrition to medicine with an emphasis on wellness tips to support your health journey. If you like what you hear, find us on the web at optimalbio.com and follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for joining us for another Optimal Bio podcast. Today, we are joined by Christian Davis, Shannon Converse, and Mavis Hodges, providers in our different locations. And the topic today is wellness. So what does wellness mean to us? What does wellness mean to Optimal Bio? And then we'll dive deep into the wellness program at Optimal Bio. Thank you all for joining today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. So if each of you just want to introduce yourselves and give a little bit of why you wanted to be on the wellness team at Optimal Bio. Okay. So I'll start off. I'm Mavis. I'm one of the PAs that work here in the carry office. Um, a little bit about me. So... I, before coming to Optimal Bio, I worked in family medicine and women's health, and then I started studying functional medicine through the Institute of Functional Medicine. And prior to that, I also went back and did some more education in nutrition science to get a really good background in that. And so fast forward, here I am, and I want to be part of the wellness program because I wish I knew what I know now 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. That would have saved me a lot of time and pain and struggle. And so I just want to take my personal experience, my knowledge and experience, and help other people the way that I wish I would have been helped for. That's great. And I know we'll definitely dive a little deeper into that as we go into what does wellness mean to you. Okay. Christian? Hi, my name is Christian Davis. I'm a nurse practitioner in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, And so I... (laughs) I've been, you know, I've had a long history with mainly intensive care. So I've never actually gotten to help people from the root cause. I've always been the, you know, the one patching up people and sending them on their way. And hopefully they do better and hopefully I won't see them again. Um, But I wanted to do this because I want to help people from the root, right? And I want to see people grow and um, excel at just being a healthy and happy individual. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm Shannon and I'm a nurse practitioner in the Charleston office. Um, and my background is also um, emergency room, primary care, women's health. Um, and my kind of further education in that was that I decided to study functional medicine and some functional nutrition and also a um, natural food chef program, just learning to cook for health. And so part of why I want to be in the wellness program is to share what I've learned, but also to um, keep learning myself and to just Mm -hmm. really be able to get back to kind of basics of health and what's important. And like Christian said, some more um, proactive and preventative versus reactive medicine. Yes. And I feel like wellness is thrown around all the time, wellness, integrative, but what does that mean? And actually finding the root cause is so important to finding an answer and so that you can actually heal and enjoy your life. 
And really, you know, building off of why you want to be in the wellness program, obviously it's going to start from your day to day. You're not just going to walk in at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday, like, yes, I'm going to do wellness. It's going to be part of your life, right? And so what is your definition of wellness? And we'll start with Mavis and then we'll go around in that same circle. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think wellness looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. For me, that's about finding a balance, I guess, and harmony. Balance and harmony between the mind and the body, between the physical, you know, mental and emotional. Kind of how does that all work together? What does that look like for you? And what are lifestyle factors that you can incorporate in your life so that all of that kind of flows together in harmony? That's what I think about when I think about wellness. And do you have specific day-to-day items that are non-negotiable to get you into with that harmony? Oh, there's lots of non-negotiables. I don't even know where I can start, but... Give us top three. Top three. Okay. Uh, Prayer. Prayer and or meditation. Non-negotiable. Drinking plenty of water. Non-negotiable. Oh, there's so many. Uh, You have to eat vegetables every day. Like... If you go a day without eating a vegetable, come on. <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a sad day, isn't it? Um, but yeah, those are those are top three. I mean, there's so many, but yeah. What about you, Christian? What does wellness mean to you? I think, you know, we're all pretty aligned. Um, you know, it's a complex question because everyone is a complex mm-hmm. individual and we all have different needs. But for me specifically, you know, if I have to be it's not just about being happy. It's about being content, right? Because we can't mm-hmm. be happy all the time, right? That's, I think, something we see on the internet, right? So we, we're not, but we have to be content with one, how we are physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. We just have to mm-hmm. have all those things balanced and just feel good um, where we are um, and be patient with ourselves in our stage of life and not compare, you know, where I am, or where I think I should be, just be content of where I am and knowing that I'm oh. progressing to be a better me. Um, so, and I do, I seem I have a lot of little things. Water is one of those things. I always have water with me. I think I have currently three different cups next to me. <laughs> um, and my, my morning and nighttime routine are very, um, you know, something that makes me feel good. So in the mornings, just spending time, uh, with my pets outside, just taking in the morning sunshine. And at nighttime, it's just my nighttime face routine where I dim the lights and just take time to reflect on the day. Um, and prayer and meditation is, goes into both of those times as well. And you really hit it with that being content. Like you said, people want to be happy every day. And what does that mean? And it's a fleeting emotion. And being content and having that internal peace is really that foundation for wellness. You can eat all the vegetables, take 20 Mm -hmm. supplements, but if you are not physically, emotionally, and mentally okay, then you're going to miss so many pieces and you're going to be always chasing something instead of healing and becoming better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Shannon, what does wellness mean to you? So I think for me, it comes down to being able to have the time and the health um, and the energy to do the things you want to do and be with the people that you love. So that's what it's really about, right? So for some people, it's about longevity, but why would we want to live longer? The reason is more time to do the things we love and to be with the people we love. So 
I think at the end of the day, that's all anyone really wants. And to do it, um, you know, with a body that feels good that you take care of. Exactly. And, you know, any one of you can answer this question, but, you know, if someone was like, how can I get my health and wellness in check, you know, starting tomorrow morning, what would you say are the three important things to start incorporating um, into their lives? I can start with that one. Um, I think even though this is hard, that means that we sort of all assume it's impossible, but it's essential that you figure out your schedule so that it is not down to every hour is planned out. Then you don't have room for um, doing anything that you need to do, whether it's like take a minute just to kind of reset yourself or to do walk, you know, go for a walk, to do prayer, whatever it is. If your schedule is so packed, then you have no space um, for the things that you need. Um, and I I really feel like walking, as long as you're physically able, walking is meditative, walking is exercise, walking is um, peaceful, walking helps digestion, sleep, I mean, across the board. So, um, you know, everyone has different things they like to do, but I feel like that's the one thing, especially because it can also be connecting. You go for a walk Mm -hmm. with someone, have a great conversation. I just think that's top priority, but you need time in your schedule to be able to do it. And being in nature, like we are all so inside so much. And as soon as you walk outside, your body just feels more at peace, more alive, and that you're craving that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Going off of that, one of the recent things I've started adding in is doing grounding first thing in the morning. And when it's really cold outside, like this morning, Mm -hmm. it didn't happen. But on the mornings where it's not so cold, I've been trying to get out and get a little bit of grounding in and first thing, so... Yeah, I think for me, it's also, especially when you're first starting, is doing a real self-evaluation. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times we say like, oh, I want to be healthy. But like that means mm-hmm. something different. So like truly sitting down and be like, okay, what do I want to change? And what do I want to accomplish? Or what's not working? And once we can figure out like, okay, what is the broken piece, right? Then we can take steps to fix that and try to make it better rather than just making a blank statement like, I just want to be better. Well, makes it hard. I think it's awareness, right? You have to have the awareness, A, that you don't feel well, if that's the case, and B, what it is that's causing that. And and just to even, you know, I frequently see people who are like, I didn't realize that I was feeling that bad till I felt better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, to Mavis's point, like I try to do a quick morning routine where it's like I do what's called like fear journaling or an emotional dump where you get every negative vibe and thought out first. And then mm-hmm. it's followed by like gratitude practice. What are all the things that you're grateful for? Maybe some like affirmations or whatever. Um, but then just kind of setting an intention for the day. And I think if you can't like, like Christian was saying, health and wellness, these are like big words. So getting aware and specific about what they are for you makes you more likely to be successful in making those changes. Exactly. And like you guys were saying, you have to put in the work to make these changes, right? In that discipline and like a meeting, like schedule your walk. And I'm very much a habit person, not a goal person. Because like Christian was saying, well, I want to get better. Well, and then how are we going to do it, right? And making that Mm -hmm. part of your routine, of course, it can start as goals, but then putting down, okay, I'm going to walk three days a week and then building on that. And then it's going to turn into a habit and that's just going to be your norm. 
Right. Yeah. And having an accountability partner in that I think is super helpful, especially if you're just getting started, right? Whether that's a mm-hmm. friend or a spouse or a health coach or whatever that is, because if you're on doing it by yourself, that's going to be even more overwhelming. So finding someone to kind of hold you accountable. Exactly. Even if it's a class that you don't know anyone in, right? You're going to be around people. You're going to sign up. And then you'll also be accountable too if there's a $25 charge or the instructor saying, hey, where were you yesterday? So exactly, mm-hmm. just figure out what you need to keep yourself accountable. Are there certain you know, disciplines or habits that you, you know, incorporate to make sure that you get done each week, um, each day to really build your wellness and your health? I write lists. I'm a list person. Mm-hmm. So I have calendars, I have lists. And, you know, once you do something so many times, then it becomes like a habit, right? But exactly. when you're first starting, so I get overwhelmed when I think about all the things I have to think about here. But if I can write all of that down, then it's all on a sheet of paper or a calendar. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I don't have to stress. It's all written in front of me and I can just take it day by day. I love a list. I think um, a big lesson for me that's really helped with all this has been the idea of um, done is better than perfect. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us can be perfectionists and that's great, except that sometimes it holds you back. Um, and so even when it relates to like exercise, like I used mm-hmm. to say, well, if, I, if I'm not going to make the entire class, I just won't go, for example, mm-hmm. which is silly because the best workout you've ever had is the one you actually go to. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's that where you just... You give yourself the the space to have those thoughts too, so that you can um, do those things for yourself, whether it's a list or whether it's blocking white time in your schedule to do nothing or to do whatever comes to you. I think for me, it's a little bit of both. A list are definitely a go-to, especially if it's a little bit bigger. I have to have a list for everything. Um, the other part is just I make appointments with myself, whether that's for working out or whatever it is. I'm like, even if it's not technically on a paper, when I wake up that morning, I say, I have to go to the gym today at this time. Even if that gym is really my my TV because I like to do YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So if I know I'm, I'm going to be short on time, I, I say, okay, I have an appointment today for my 15-minute Pilates with my TV. It's my appointment and I have to do it. Um, and I hate breaking appointments, so it kind of works for me. <laughs> It's kind of about self-respect, right? Honoring mm-hmm. appointments you make for, with yourself. And mm-hmm. that is wellness. That's taking care of yourself. So mm-hmm. I agree. And Shannon, you mentioned it, but just maybe even just having 10 minutes of doing nothing, the power of silence is incredible. And I think we forget that, especially in this, you know, this society that we're in, phones and computers, everything's at our fingerprints and Everyone thinks that if you're busy, that's what everyone should be. But really sitting in quiet is, I think, a skill that could really help people. Yeah, I like the idea of the white blocks in our schedule because there's no denying we all live very scheduled lives, right? That's just the way it is. But your greatest ideas come to you and clarity comes to you and healing comes to you. So like taking a walk and not listening to an audible or a podcast Mm -hmm. for once and just actually letting your mind run is where like most of your kind of aha moments come from. But if you don't give yourself the space for that, you're missing out on listening to yourself. Exactly. How many times have we talked about like Shannon and I always say, as soon as we get on a plane, our mind just starts working. Um, And it's just, if you have to find your space and what works for your body. But I love, I mean, I love flying, but I just know it's a time that I'm going to be able to think more creatively instead of my to-do list or my schedule. 
completely. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's kind of dive into nutrition and exercise. And for those two, I really want to, you know, three bullet points, a little overview of your nutrition, um, how you eat and why, because as we've talked about, everyone is very personal and how you kind of came to that and any brands that you recommend, or, you know, if you love a little, um, you know, salty treat and you love a certain chip, you know, really say that as you're kind of going through it, because as we all know, no one's just going to eat chicken and vegetables every day, right? So, you know, give a, a brand that you, you know, have cleaner ingredients than your average chip or cookie. Yeah. So for me, you know, obviously every something works first. Everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. We can have 10 people in the room and what works for one person will only work for that person. The other nine people will be completely different. It doesn't work for them. And, you know, that goes back to our genetics or mm-hmm. how we were raised, what we did or didn't eat, all of those things. So I think for me personally, it's about balance. Um, I do try to stay away from gluten um, just in general, you know, try to decrease inflammation. But overall, I try to make it a balanced diet. Um, I do more high protein, low carb. My carbs are cleaner. You know, I try to stay away from processed foods. Um, even if I do go out to a restaurant or uh, like my fast food would be Chick-fil-A, I normally just get a salad with grilled chicken. Um, you know, try to still live a balanced life, right? Because mm-hmm. if we get so stuck on like, I can only eat these things, then you end up not enjoying the moments in life. You know, you're like, well, I can't go out with my friends because they're going to a restaurant where I don't like anything. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you have to find that balance, right? Um, for me, I, was, I wasn't really raised eating sweets, so sweets aren't a big part of my life, but I love um, like spicy and sour. Mm-hmm. So if you put up like chips, I'm like, oh my gosh, chips and salsa. Um, <laughs> but to, if I'm trying to avoid like chips, you know, I'll do, uh, I like cucumber, So Mm -hmm. I'll cut up cucumber or carrots and put a little bit of like chili powder and lime on it. And it gives me the saltiness and a little bit of salt. And I get the saltiness spicy and the crunch from the vegetables. That's my go-to like happy place. I love it. And like, you know, balance is key, right? Because in order to keep this for a lifestyle, you need to have balance and not feel like you're missing out on something. But also it's like, once you start eating healthy, your body doesn't want the other thing. So you can still go eat chips and salsa, but you don't want to go splurge on something that you know you're not going to feel good because then you're not going to enjoy that dinner as well. Exactly. And like the deeper you get into it, your taste buds actually change. Like your body actually changes what you crave. You know, it takes time, you know, but with time, your taste buds do change and what your body asks from you will change. Um, if we, you know, feed it clean foods that make it feel good, it would recognize that. Exactly. I was watching this um, wellness podcast a few weeks ago. And one of the questions was, why do you eat healthy on vacation? Like, don't you want to enjoy vacation? And I thought it was so interesting because in my mind, I'm like, of course, I'll have like, say, chocolate or whatever I want on vacation, but it's still going to be in the realm of what makes my body feel okay. Cause I don't want to be sick on vacation or come back from vacation and starting at zero. Right. And not feeling well, feeling you have to detox after vacation. It's like, no, you want to enjoy vacation. And that has multiple components to it. Exactly. 
That's totally true. How many people say they always come back from vacation and then they get sick? It's like, well, right. probably <laughs> yeah. weren't very kind to your body that whole time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Eating sugar all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shannon, what about you? Um, kind of in line with what you were saying about being able to enjoy things when you want to. To me, consistency and healthy habits on a daily basis mm-hmm. is the buffer that allows you to have those times. Like, yeah. I don't like calling it like, you know, cheat foods or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, to have those days where you can kind of eat whatever you feel like is great because I think it's, you know, important. But you, the more consistent you are um, in your everyday mm-hmm. life, it provides that buffer for you. Um, for us, we try in our house to eat as much whole food as possible. And I think, um, you know, just talking to, if you have a family, it's important to talk to them about how like, there's so many more nutrients in your food, the Mm -hmm. less time something's been picked off of a vine or how far it's come to make its way to your grocery store or your table. Um, and so eating foods in their kind of original shape and form as much as possible. Um, and then... Yeah. And we pick, like we use the clean 15 dirty Mm -hmm. dozen in terms of, you know, when and what we choose to be organic versus maybe local, but not organic, for example. Um, And then product wise or brand wise, um, Mavis will (laughs) laugh with this because she's on board with me on this now, but I have this thing called the almond cow, which I love because we are pretty dairy free (laughs) at my house. Um, So super easy to make our own kind of... um, almond milk and cashew creamer and all of that stuff. So that's kind of my, my favorite. That's awesome. Mavis? I cannot wait to use the almond cow. It's still in the box. I'm <laughs> so exciting. Wait. I'm so excited. Thanks for that. Um, well, I grew up eating from a garden. My dad had three gardens, so I ate lots of vegetables growing up, you know, aside from the fact they were doused in Roundup, but they, you know, they were vegetables. Um, And so I kind of grew up eating a lot of meats, a lot of vegetables. Obviously we had processed foods and ate a lot of sugars like every child does, right? Um, But as I became a teenager, I started having all these health issues. And so it really made me be more mindful about what I'm putting in my body. And at that time, I probably had one or two Dr. Peppers a day. That that was my thing. Loved my Dr. Peppers. I just can't even imagine that, walking into your office with a Dr. Pepper on your desk. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've come a long way. <laughs> Things have changed. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as a teenager, I was eat, drinking Sunny D's and Gatorades and sweet tea, because I'm from the South, and sweet tea. Um... Yeah, lots of sugary stuff. So chocolate chip cookies. I mean, it was it was Dr. Pepper's. I mean, by the time I was 17, I was pre-diabetic. So just put it that way, right? So anyway, why do I bring all this up? Because that's what made me feel like I needed to start paying more attention to my body with all the medical problems that I was having. So fast forward to now, my diet looks much, much different than than what it was growing up. And again, that a lot of this is medical reasons, right? So I have lots of dietary restrictions because of my gut, but I don't eat gluten. I also can't eat eggs, which is really sad. And I also can't eat dairy. So I know that sounds like I probably eat nothing, but in <laughs> fact, learning how to not eat those mm-hmm. things has opened me up to a world of possibilities of everything that there is to eat. And so when we moved from our apartment to our house, my goal was to start growing a garden. And so that's kind of like my passion when it comes to food because I want to teach other people how to grow their own food. First, I need to learn how, but you know. Um, so you could teach me. Okay. 
Yeah, so, I mean, to me, it, and you know, like, like Shannon was saying, how long does it take to get from the garden to the grocery store to the person's house? What all has touched it in the meantime? It says organic, but has it been exposed to this chemical on the way to the, you know, I mean, it's just so many things. So if I can grow it in my garden, I know where it was, I know where it's been, and I can eat it straight from the ground, and that makes me so happy. So um, that's one of the things I've been doing. I love my sweets, though, so I'm not going to lie, but I also love chips. I'm a salty. I like both. So my go-to cheats are Siete chips. Yes. Mm, love those. And Thank goodness for sim- Siete. Oh, yes. I know. And Simple Mills makes some really good sweet stuff with the coconut sugar. So, and you know, there's a couple of places in Durham that have vegan ice cream. So there's that. And I found a good, you know, gluten-free pizza places too. So those are kind of my my little go-to fun things. I'm going to send you my crazy avocado chocolate pudding. I thought it sounded so terrible, you guys, but it's so good. It just makes it creamier. Who knew? Oh my that gosh, great. please. I may have um, emailed Siete one day and I said, thank you for existing. So <laughs> I get it. Siete and Simple Mills. I bet they get like, a lot of that. Get me through, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. So let's pivot into nutrition and then we'll really dive into the wellness program at Optimal Bio. So, um, I mean, fitness, we just did nutrition. Uh, so really dive into fitness and what is fitness look like in your day to day? So I have a chronic pain history. Um, and so this has changed and evolved for me over time, which has been interesting. I went from being um, a very active athlete in multiple sports to um, kind of losing my way and habits through college and grad school and then having injuries that made it really hard to come back and then having kids, the whole thing. So I am currently trying to find my way back to those things, but I've really been thinking a lot lately about how doing two things at once, which is being social with people that you enjoy while being active. Like I was saying earlier with walking, but like, that's why people love tennis, for example, right? It's a social game also. And I think, um, yoga is so amazing because it's also spending time with yourself. It's also two things at once. It's meditative and it's physical activity. And so I like to do things that are fun. And if I want to connect either just to myself or with somebody else to try and combine those things. But the one thing that I keep thinking about the most is that my grandparents, um, every morning and every night would always get down on their floor in their bedroom and watch the news and stretch. And they stretched together. And whenever we were staying with them as little kids, we would go in, like run into their room, couldn't wait to like lie down on the floor and stretch with them. And I just think, you know, that's why they lived to be Mm -hmm. almost a hundred and why um, it was time together and it was time doing something healthy, but keeping your body in good alignment and, and stretched and all of those things helps prevent injury and chronic pain. And so that's kind of something I'm trying to do for our family. I love that. Mavis? Yeah, that's awesome. And going off that, um, I'm kind of trying to find my way back into where Mm -hmm. I need to go as well. Um, So I started having chronic pain around 11, 12. And so I was playing sports prior to that. But then once I started having those issues, I wasn't playing sports anymore. So then I started, you know, putting more of my time and energy in the academics Thank God I did, right? Because here I am. Um, But yeah, so over time, I wasn't very active, really. Um, Started getting into it some in college. But, um, you know, today, what's been very consistent for me since college is yoga. Mm -hmm. I love yoga. It's it's the best thing ever. Like Shannon was saying, it's not just body, it's mind. It's mind and body. I'm always trying to find ways to integrate those two. So 
My, that's been my go-to for, I don't know, over 10 years, I would say. Um, but I used to do some weights and things like that back in my day. Um, but after you know going through some adrenal fatigue and burnout and stuff like that, I really had to take time off of that. So now I'm just trying to get back into my groove and trying to figure out what that is. Um, we put a little gym in our garage, which is exciting. So um, been kind of experimenting with some kettlebells and some you know band resistant type things. Um, but but yeah, by far my favorite is yoga. Do you do weights in your yoga, Mavis? Like, do you do like yoga sculptor power yoga or any of those? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, it's a good workout. Mavis, you can't uh, forget to mention your love of the sauna. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't thinking fitness, but speaking of my garage, we did get a sauna recently. <laughs> Got a little detox. Yes, detoxification is super important. Um, And, you know, honestly, speaking of pain, Shannon, um, like if I wake up and I'm having a really bad morning where I'm in a lot of pain, I get in that sauna and just like, I swear, I don't know if it's in my head, but like almost immediately when I get out, I feel so much better. It's not in your head. That's awesome. And if it is, your head's so powerful, right? So that's half the battle. Yeah, we use our hot tub for that. But lately I've been concerned about, you know, the hot tub chemicals and how to... (laughs) turn it over into like a mineral or salt tub versus having those chemicals. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just the heat itself, but maybe we need a sauna instead. I think I'm going to uh, like go into, there's a sauna blanket. So like start my way and go into it. Christian, what about you? How does a uh, fitness play in your life? Well, first of all, now I'm going to have to go visit Mavis. So I can't. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and play in the garden. Um, <laughs> For me, it's, um, I like doing different things. I am always, every week looks a little different just because I like doing different stuff. Um, But I think consistently dancing is a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been dancing for several years. And so that, you know, helps with muscle. It helps with strength, balance, all of those things. And walking is a big part of it as well. I walk every day because I have a little dog that likes to be walked, but I do enjoy it. It's my time to just kind of lose into the beautiful full moon that we had here recently. Mm -hmm. So things like that. But other than that, um, in between, um, I like Pilates. I like yoga. I like HIIT. Um, and I recently discovered a place here that does aerial yoga. So I, I need to go investigate oh, so cool. how that works. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but I, a lot of my exercising is really at home. Um, I haven't found a place here yet where I moved. I moved into Charlottesville. Um, but uh, and I've always liked at home workouts. I So YouTube is my best friend. Um, when it comes to that. And it's, you know, I like it because I can say, okay, where am I at today? Am I at 15 minutes or am I at one hour? And so I can customize it and do whatever I need. Like yesterday, I did a fantastic hit workout. It was 15 minutes, but it felt great. And I'm a little sore today. I'm like, okay, that was good. <laughs> I like to vary it up. And that's just such a great example. Like you don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to pay X amount of money a month mm-hmm. um, finding what works for you. And YouTube is a great gift for, for many people. It really is. I think too, you know, if you're like me where you need to vary it up to keep your interest and your motivation. Um, I mean, I've been known to hold like, you know, 10 pack cards to multiple places around and vary it up. I may have um, the same the problem. Class. 
Yeah. Or they get, instead of a membership, I will get like just punch cards to places. Um, But there's also in most cities, I think they have the class pass where they can buy like a number of classes, but they apply to any of the studios. So then you can kind of go around and vary to all these different um, classes and companies, which is cool. People need to keep their interest and motivation. So yeah, I was talking about class pack today. It's such a great idea. And I feel like they went like through an internal refresh and have really have added all the gyms that you'd want to go to are now part of it, which is such a great option. Yeah. I almost forgot about hiking, which is great here in Virginia. Um, Love hiking. Even if it's just like a nice, easy hike, like it's just being out in nature. Um, There's recently a study that showed the difference of working out in nature and working out inside a gym. And it really does make a difference. You get so much more out of it when you can be outside. So now I'm going to have to come visit you because I'm a Colorado girl. And now I live in the low country. There's no hiking for me. Yes. (laughs) At least not with hills. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. I love going up to Charlottesville and going hiking. It's, it's great. It is. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's pivot into, you know, wellness, uh, the wellness program at Optimal Bio. As most of you know, who are probably listening to this, um, Optimal Bio, we're very mission-driven and really believe in what we do. And that is exactly the same for our wellness program as well. We've created it to complement what we do here and to give you, um, the patient, more tools to, you know, create the life that you want to create. And, you know, all of you or one of you, what would you say is the mission and purpose of the wellness program and behind creating the wellness program. Okay, so so when we put all this together, we really, you know, like Tyler was saying, we want to complement what we're already doing, right? So we're balancing hormones, um, but it's not just about that. It's about helping the hormones work better, more efficiently, helping them talk to each other better. And a lot of that has to do with to your point, detoxification and blood sugar regulation and insulin regulation and circadian rhythm and all these fun things. And I love talking about circadian rhythm, so don't get me going on that. But <laughs> I mean, all of these things, like the way that we're supposed to be living that we're not, we're so out of out of touch of the way we're supposed to be living, right? Like, like Shane was saying, we have these scheduled lives. We're just like going, going, going. We're always in sympathetic drive. So yeah, so I think in a nutshell... It's about finding an individual plan for that person, really personalizing a plan that works for you. And like Christian was saying, it's going to look different for everybody, but just finding a lifestyle plan. You know, you're not just going to give you a generic food plan, generic supplements. This is a personalized lifestyle plan that works for you that's going to help you accomplish your goals. But I think it's good that it meets you where you're at. You know, we want to meet mm-hmm. people where they're at. There's everyone's mm-hmm. a different place on their journey mm-hmm. and there's like no judgment. As you can tell from this conversation, we've all been on our own, mm-hmm. you know, health journeys. We've all had um, times in our life where we haven't been great to our bodies and times where we've been trying to heal ourselves. So I think the important thing is just that um, you don't, you know, there's no type of person who decides to come into like our wellness program. It's Mm -hmm. for anyone because we'll meet you where you're at and figure out what you need and really partner with you to get whatever your goals are. Agreed. And building off of what uh, Mavis said, I think people don't realize that food is medicine and it either hurts you or helps you. And, you know, what creates your cells? What creates the mitochondria? It's your food. So if you're giving Mm -hmm. yourself processed food, that's what's creating your body. And so 
It doesn't matter if you're going for a walk, of course that could help, but what are these missing pieces? Yeah, yeah, I'm always saying food is medicine, but like, what does that actually mean? Food is actually information. Like it's Mm -hmm. actual information that talks to our DNA. Like it can manipulate your DNA. Like that is powerful, right? You know? And it's like, once you know that, like we, when we were talking about in the beginning of the conversation, if someone says, oh, do you miss out eating gluten or do you miss out? And it's like, once you know this information and what it does to your body and how you feel, you can't go back because mm-hmm. you want to give your body the best tools, right? You Mentally, you want to feel good physically. And it's just, that's why I think the uh, program that you all have created is so, so great and so needed because there's so much information out there and it can be overload. So it's like, wait, what do I believe? Where do I go? And then it could be just overwhelming to even know where to start. That's why I like all the adjunctive parts to the program because you know, anyone can tell you, oh, these are health foods, go eat this. But, Mm -hmm. you know, what makes me sad is when people, maybe they spent a ton of money that they, you know, on all this organic produce, and then they killed all the nutrients in the way that they prepared it, for example. So it's practical information that helps you really um, make best use of the choices you're going to make. And also to understand which things are worth you know, making changes to and which aren't. It can be very overwhelming. And I think that holds people back from setting goals because we talk so much about, you know, what you're supposed to do and all of those things. And sometimes we lose sight of, you know, what's really impactful and important. And so we try to cut to the chase for people and weed out the good information from the bad information and give practical and realistic and actually actionable um, advice. Exactly. And it's so personal. And can one of you touch on the questionnaires that the patients fill out? I mean, that right there just shows how personal it is and how individualized it is. I think that goes back to, it has two purposes, right? One of them is self-reflection because like I said earlier, you know, you have to know what's going on with your own body and what you actually want to accomplish. So with the questionnaires, you're able to really put down on paper and be like, oh, okay. You might even realize, like find things that you're like, I didn't even think about that. I have Mm -hmm. been doing that. And a lot of it is going to be self-reflection. But most importantly, of course, like it's going to help us get to know you and get to know what you've been going through, what you're looking for, and really make it an individual plan. Because like we said earlier, everyone's different, right? Um, and I really mm-hmm. wish I had something like this when I was in my 20s. It would have been fabulous. I think, um, thankfully, I, I kind of fi- started to figure things out little by little. But definitely my 20s were not a good moment in my life health-wise and mo- emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of, because, right, if one part of you is off, the rest kind of snowballs and kind of goes off. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a it's a great qu- question. It's a lot. Um, but again, it really does make a big difference. And when it comes to self-reflection and just helping us get to know you, we don't know you. So we want to get to know you. Yeah, it covers everything from self-care to sleep, to your habits, to your beliefs, to super extensive, the whole person. I'm very excited about the new program that we're rolling out because it's just so, so much more comprehensive with the questionnaires. And, you know, I've, I've used the new questionnaires a few times and it's just, it's just so much more enlightening. And I think we just get so much more out of that initial consultation with the way we've developed the new questionnaires because it is so in-depth. It really is. It's a combination, like Christian says. So many times people are like, I eat, I eat well, I'm fine. You know, but what does that really mean? 
And then your habits from now could be from your 20s, right? Could be from your teens. So really understanding, like Shannon said, where are you starting? What are your goals? And creating a plan off of that. Because we want it to be a lifestyle, not a one quick fix that you'll feel better for a few months. And then the next, you know, Christmas comes, right? And you don't have the tools to go through that. A lasting change because it's really like an authentic habit change for you. Something that is really personal to you and therefore more likely to stick. Yes. Exactly. Lifestyle exactly. skills. Yeah. Since mm-hmm. <gasps> I think it's such an interesting point that Christian said in your 20s, right? Like, I mean, we could all say we're all a mess in our 20s, right? It's such an interesting time in life of you're growing up, but you also have no idea. But could you imagine if in college, like you had a nutritional wellness course? It might be pretty life-changing. Mm-hmm. 100%. We could work on that next. Next Q2, right? We'll, <laughs> we'll go yeah. to college campuses. <laughs> I, I'm all in. I think that's incredible. No, more of that freshman 40. Right. <laughs> it used to be freshman 15, then it became freshman 40. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. People just are struggling to get it together at that age. But I like a lot of time. It's like, actually, you know, especially when you're on a budget for speaking of college and yeah. things like that, you know, there's kind of this misconception that you have to spend a ton of money to buy healthy foods. And that's also not the case. And so, you know, that's something we can dive into also. Exactly. And I know part of the program, it touches on self-care and sleep and exercise and nutrition, um, proper dieting, how food is medicine, what we touched on before. Um, But do each of you want to review kind of the each piece of self-care and sleep? Um, exercise and nutrition, we kind of discussed, but really um, when you were creating the program, what you had in mind about those topics um, creating this program? Yeah. um, We talk a lot about sleep hygiene. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, sleep is the driver of how your day is going to go. You can um, have a great day or a bad day, depending on how your sleep went, but it's deeper than that. It's cellular. It's, um, it changes your energy, it changes your metabolism, it changes your mood, it changes your digestion. You don't digest very well if you Mm -hmm. haven't slept. So that leads to you don't absorb your nutrients and all this awesome new food that you're eating um, if you don't sleep well. So it really is kind of like the core thing that um, makes everything else fall into place. So we do a lot of talking about sleep hygiene and related to, you know, what, how do we reset our brain to know when it's time to start unwinding when our whole day is, you know, screens and schedules and all of this unwinding is something that's become really tough. And so um, again, personalized to each person, that's going to look a little different. Some people, you know, really need to have like um, dimmer lights at a certain hour and, you know, music or quiet or um, whatever it is. There's, mm-hmm. we really talk about diving into your senses and figuring out which ones are really strong for you and figuring out how to help you develop better sleep hygiene practices based on that. Yeah, I mean, I think people obviously are like, yeah, I need sleep, but they don't realize the importance of it. It's your one time that cleans the cells, cleans your brain and a really key part in longevity and health overall. Mm-hmm. What did you, um, you know, thinking about self-care, like what does self-care mean? It's such a, a term these days you see on TikTok or Instagram, but self-care for wellness specifically. I think um, it's clarity, right? If you take Mm -hmm. care of yourself, you have clarity so you can make good decisions. Um, And then you're more likely to stick to your wellness plan, for example. But um, like Christian was saying earlier about setting an appointment with herself, if you don't 
um, take care of yourself and honor appointments with yourself and mm-hmm. take good care of your body and mind, then you're not going to be feeling great or very successful at, at making habit changes or setting goals. Mm-hmm. And the first appointment is a consultation. Um, at that consultation, what do you discuss? Do you go over those questionnaires that um, the patient filled out? But walk me through what a consult would look like for that initial wellness uh, consultation. Yeah, so so you know we'll we'll prepare and and look over everything prior to the consult. So then when we sit down with the patient, we have a full hour to really go through those questionnaires, fill in any gaps um, that we might have or the patient might have. And but really, it's about addressing the goals of the patient. What is the patient's goals for the program? Because I might have completely different goals than the patient sitting in front of me mm-hmm. when I look at the questionnaires, right? And it's not about what I want. It's about what the patient wants. Um, so it's really about defining goals and then kind of filling in some knowledge gaps. So if there's areas of concern that I might see in one area, I'm like, okay, we really need to prioritize this. Let's fill in the gaps with the knowledge and get started there because you got to start somewhere. Um, so yeah, it's just it's really an hour to kind of sit down, make a make a plan, be on the same page. Um, if the patient did have labs, obviously we'd go over their labs. If not, we would order the appropriate labs. Um, but really, it's just about being on the same page and, and getting together on making a plan that works for the patient. Yeah, and the labs. So what are the you know what are some of the labs on that wellness panel, and why did you add them to the wellness panel? Yeah, so. Some of the wellness panel labs are looking at things like methylation status. So we want to see how well a patient's methylating. This is super important for detoxification, energy production, neurotoxins. I mean, not neurotoxins, neuroendocrine. (laughs) It's important for detoxification, the neurotoxins. Um, But yeah, so we want to look at that. So we look at B12, we look at folate, um, we're looking at iron and vitamin D as well to get like some baseline and nutrition markers. Um, we're also looking at insulin regulation and, and blood sugar regulation. And, and is the patient at risk for insulin resistance or do they have insulin resistance or are they at risk of developing diabetes? Because I feel like in conventional medicine, they're just doing the A1C screening. Oh, are you are you pre-diabetic or do you have diabetes? They're not even looking ahead. So what we're doing is we're, we're looking a little bit more ahead upstream, um, what's happening before the pre-diabetes, you know, what's happening before that. And, um, you know, back to what I was saying about blood sugar and insulin regulation, that plays a huge role in hormones, how hormones talk to each other, how effective they are, how, how balanced they are, and how they work in harmony with each other and thyroid and adrenals and all these things, right? So yeah, so the wellness labs, you know, we're obviously looking at all of the hormones. We're looking at the thyroid, but we really want to look at um, how well is your blood sugar stabilized? Um, are you methylating well? And then we also look at cardiovascular disease risk factors. So we're doing a very comprehensive cholesterol panel, um, much different than what you would get in traditional primary care. Um, that's really looking at what are your metabolic markers for both cardiovascular disease risk and for metabolic disease risk. And is it the full hormone panel on the wellness panel as well? Yes. Yes. So full sex hormones, full thyroid panel. Um, We look at the red blood cells, your white blood cells. And then also in the wellness panel, we're also looking at the um, liver and the kidney and electrolytes. Seems pretty comprehensive to me. Your full questionnaires and actually what's going on in your body. Mm -hmm. It's a good picture. Pretty cool stuff. I would say so. 
Uh, and so, you know, as you're going through the program and you have that initial consultation and your follow-ups um, throughout the months that the uh, patient is working with one of you, um, what can the uh, patient know that they're going to get, whether it is a personalized supplement recommendation, the nutrition audits, um, an exercise plan? Um, so really kind of dig deeper into what that patient's going to walk away with. I mean, I think you just touched on the big ones. So mm-hmm. we, um, you know, again, like Mavis was saying, you know, it depends on what the specific priorities are for that person it will be, you know, the focus, but this is a, a whole person look at your, at your wellness overall. Um, they're all synergistic. So we don't want to balance one thing and leave one completely mm-hmm. behind. You know, you can eat, like I said, eat healthy all day, but if you don't sleep, it's sort of irrelevant sometimes. So, um, you know, exercise recommendations and considerations that are specific to you and your body and your body's needs and your goals and your limitations, whatever those might be. And nutrition, same thing. There's nutrition for, um, you know, eating, just eating healthier in in general. Um, And then maybe you're someone who's trying to put on muscle or lose weight or, you know, you have insulin resistance, whatever it is. So those nutrition advice would be specific to that. And same, like I already said, with, with sleep and everything's, you know, specific to you and what your questionnaires and your labs are indicating, but also what the conversation and your goals are. Yeah, that sounds great. And the program is, you know, at six months, right? So really having time to have that relationship between your patient and the provider, get to know that person, see what's working, right? And then we can tweak things, um, build upon it, which I think is wonderful. Anything else that I may have missed about the wellness program or wellness in general? Did we want to talk about the membership program? Oh yeah, we can definitely talk about the membership program. So once you do the three or six month um, wellness program, we will then have a 12 month uh, recurring program. And that's just so that we can continue, we, the providers, I'll just be here, uh, will continue on that journey with the patient and give up to date, you know, supplement recommendations, reviewing certain blood work, depending on the patient, um, going over a nutrition audit, um, but also... We are working on a monthly newsletter and I'll let one of you jump in, but really we want to be able to provide that wealth of knowledge and tools that we're looking at, that we are researching, and then be able to give to our patients. Um, And so really, um, if you guys want to do like a high level of what's part of the newsletter. So for the newsletter, it's exciting because we get to constantly, you know, Optomobile overall, we we are about educating. So mm-hmm. that's our main goal with it, right? Continue to help you, give you tips on whether it's like foods, new concepts that come out, whether, you know, whether it's about like sleeping or whether it's about your eating habits. Um, all of those things just keep you up to date on what's going to help you on your journey. Um, so yeah. getting information bit by bit. So it's not overload too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, getting it, like we talked about earlier, what are our favorite things that we have like in our kitchen that we feel like make a difference in our wellness journey or, you know, what have we come across that has been inspiring to us or, um, new information that would impact, um, 
how you approach reaching your goals, things like that. So it's just an ongoing information, which doesn't make you feel overloaded all at once, comes in, in bits and pieces, which is awesome. Yeah, we want to share our knowledge because things are always changing, right? So if we were to say that what we told you at that one consult is it and nothing's ever going to change, we'd be lying because that's not how life works, right? We're constantly evolving. So we we want to stay educated so we can continue to educate you as the patient and give you the tools to continue to grow. Especially science and medicine, right? It's an art. And you want your provider to still be studying and still be learning um, and not have stopped studying when, you know, 20 years ago when they had graduated school, I think is huge. Um, Even I go to a dentist and the hygienist was like, he's always studying and he always sends us to classes to study. And I'm like, how incredible is that, right? Um, And one of my favorite things on the newsletter are podcast uh, recommendations and Instagram accounts. Uh, I love a podcast. I think a lot of people do. It's just such a great tool to learn. And especially like social media, there's so many negatives to it. But if you curate your social media to how to learn, I mean, I follow like all these doctors, all these scientists. And so every day I'm trying to learn something else. So I think those two are great too, especially with Instagram. You could have 30,000 people saying something, right? But if you can have it curated to like, okay, these are tools that can help me. Yeah. And like, what are we reading? And did we watch a documentary that was really life-changing? You know, all of those things. So like how well my spring garden is doing. Everybody's going to want to know about that. We should have that. Mavis's garden corner. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Why can't we do like a live stream? Like every few months have an update. Oh, this is good. I like that. I can add my tiny little, I have a tiny little herb garden and peppers. So I I can add to it. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short. It is not tiny. It is very impressive. (laughs) I do what I can with my apartment. And recipes. Did we say that? We were going to include some recipes. Yep. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm signing up for the newsletter. So (laughs) you guys do too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. So thank you. That was such a great conversation. The four of us could talk about wellness for days, obviously. Um, That's why we're talking about it now. And so I hope that you all learned something and took some pieces away and really understand the passion that Christian and Shannon and Mavis have for this um, and wanting to help people, um, you know, be healthy and feel better. And so we'll end on Give me, you know, two takeaways um, each from this wellness discussion or just as you have been creating this wellness program together. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, two takeaways. And I say this every time. I feel like I say the same thing every time. But, but then you are. believe it, right? <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Um, yeah. So back to my whole like grounding in the morning, circadian rhythm thing. I've really been trying to pay attention to the sun and the moon and the stars mm-hmm. and just kind of connect with that. So um, I've really been trying to be more mindful about watching the sunrises and the sunsets and just kind of just being like, okay. Um, I think one of you mentioned earlier, when the sun is setting, I'm like, okay, that means it's time to wind down. You know, mm. not not this, you know, <laughs> it's time to wind down, but easier said than done, right? Um, so I think one of two of my just general takeaways is I'm just trying to get in the more of the circadian rhythm and more mm-hmm. in my body rhythm, right? Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I'll just say I've really enjoyed working with this team. 
um, putting this program together. It's been amazing. And I'm just super excited about, you know, rolling out, rolling out this new program, which I guess for everybody listening will be next month. April 1st. Yes, new programs rolling out. So yeah, I'm just I'm just excited about the work we've put into it and just to kind of see it all come to action is, is pretty cool. Yes. I was just thinking about how overwhelming it can be for people to make changes. And mm-hmm. so I think um, just trying to balance, you know, stress is also not great for us. So balancing, like if you're going to make changes, um, you know, make one. And once you've mastered that, then make another. I frequently see people going out and like, getting super motivated to get on a better wellness journey and overhauling like every part of their life all at once. And then they end up really stressed out and not as successful. So I think it's really important to have that balance. You don't have to change everything overnight and all at once. Um, And every little thing is an improvement and does matter and is enough. And so um, that would be one of them. And the other is like to focus on your relationships. Like I said Mm -hmm. in the beginning, you know, why are we trying to be healthy? It's so that we can be with people that we love. So you have Mm -hmm. to remember to make time for that too. Uh, For me, I would say um, just try to learn how to be content with where you're at in life, not always strive for, I need happiness all the time Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not realistic, but just being content with who you are, where you are, where you've come from. Um, and also the second part would be, you know, don't compare your journey. Everyone's journey is different. Um, and I think we get into the habit of comparing, well, I'm not doing that. Well, they did this and it's unhealthy and it's only going to set you back. So just don't compare yourself. Be, be patient with yourself. And we all have a different journey that we have to take. So we do. That is very true. Well, thank you uh, to you three. Thank you for those who are listening. Uh, We, as Optimal Bio, we're so lucky to have you three as providers um, and the patients are lucky to have you. So super excited about the wellness program kicking off April 1st. Have a great night. Thank you. This has been a production of Optimal Bio. Optimal Bio is CEO Tyler Brannon, podcast host and partner Jim Baker, medical director Greg Brannon, Production assistance by Core Media. Beth Grabencourt, Administrator. Kevin Duthu, Executive Producer. The podcast can be found on our website, OptimalBio.com, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Our theme song is Sunwave by Paradiso, provided by Epidemic Sound.